Hello, 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 and welcome to this topical life today, y'all. We got Rachel Payne again, our continued permanent guest who is here today to talk about what is going on in her life as we speak. Crazy stuff. It just continues, continues, continues. <laughs> but leading into this, a uh, couple like last week and the week before, we talked with my brother, Kev, and his journey. And we, me and Rachel have kind of talked about what we had listened to and just processing kind of what Kev was talking about in his job, career, counseling, that whole thing, addiction. You, If you haven't listened to it, I would recommend going back and listening to that. But we got together, Rachel and I got together last Thursday, and we were talking about the part where Kev talks about how his power washing equipment got stolen and how funny his react, like his reaction of that. And just like what the, what, and the funny part about it being that his power washing equipment was stolen. And then he was glad that it was stolen. (laughs) The cop that the cop who was doing the research or whatever was like, Hey, you know what? I'm going back to school. I'm going to be a counselor. And the cop's Mm -hmm. like, okay, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And now he's, he's a counselor plus a million other things now, um, since that, but we were just kind of reflecting on that. And then I leave the house, Rachel's house, and then enters Rachel with. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to me been hanging, we've been hanging out for, I don't know, most a day and talking about all kinds of stuff. And then, um, I literally get a phone call after she leaves and it's my boss and um, I'm a loan officer in the market conditioning conditions are like changing and he's leaving our company and um, I'm a new loan officer and I've been new to, to the, to Oregon. And so um, he asked me if I have any loans closing my pipeline, like the next month, this is at the end of March, like next, like next month. And I was like, no, they're a couple months out. And she was like, well, I'm sorry, you know, I'm going to have to let you go because the new branch manager doesn't want to, you know, since I'm not super high producing and interest rates are rising, my loans are, they were loans that, um, we were brokering out except for one. And then anyway, long story short, he was just like, sorry. He was like, I'm sorry, this is really hard for me to do. And I start consoling him. I'm sorry. I know this is hard. And I get off the phone and I'm like, why am I consoling him? <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do in life? Oh my I'm God. Consoling my boss. It was so crazy. And so I called Tiffany. I was like, you know what? I'm glad I'm, I'm like your brother. I think God, my power washer <laughs> equipment just got stolen. Yeah. God's got another plan. Yes, he does. Doesn't he? Yeah. He yeah. has a way and with I that. Mean, thankfully I heard that story that day. Cause I was like, hello there right there you like call you're like you'll never believe this and I, you're like <laughs> I totally lost my job <laughs> like out of left field I mean and I felt yeah. it's just you were saying earlier how much of a shock and just how it hits yeah. you you know like you're probably it consoling does. him you're probably consoling him because you were in shock that's like your natural like tendency maybe it is well I'm feeling sorry for him I'm like this must suck for you too you know but not I don't know how do you do that like how do you talk to your boss I mean especially someone I like you know and then but it's been difficult for me to get going there because I feel like I anyway they did not they did not at the company it wasn't kind of the right fit because they did not have the systems 
that kind of a newer person needs to really get going. I was investing my own money and my own time and getting everything going, which takes longer, especially if I'm like, you know, kind of feel like a deer in headlights a lot. So, but it was happening. It was just taking longer. I mean, it was was taking longer than they wanted. So, and he was leaving. So whatever it's, it's how it's supposed to be. But then in reflecting on that, you moved from Texas what 14 months ago yeah let's see December yeah yeah maybe a little yeah 14 16 months ago yeah yeah Yeah. so you moved from Texas to here and the thing that we've all been praying for really was I mean should we get back should we get into it I mean yeah so the prayer has been so we moved here kind of wait you know just like we felt the Lord was calling us here to Oregon, just to get out of Texas. My husband's construction business is there though. Mm -hmm. So the hope was that he could build it up, have it kind of go on his own while he was finding something here. We also had a house that we were doing kind of like a rent to own thing in, but it was coming up here that, um, they wanted us to decide if we were going to be able to buy the house in one year, which means like his business wouldn't need to be stable and he would have had to have stable income here. So, um, so yeah, so that stuff was going on and we were just trying to figure it out and trying to figure out the next steps. And it turns out that, um, his business in the last couple of months has gotten, they've been trying to grow it. So it's been growing it. So it's getting harder for him to be here and in Oregon. Oregon. Cause when he comes to Oregon, then what's also happening, happening is it's getting messed up there because he's not there. Mm-hmm. And so they're growing it, which in turn also means he needs to be there more, but you know, we've, that kind of was just, we're going to try and figure it out. And then he calls me Monday morning. So it took me nine, meet Thursday, lose my job. He calls me Monday morning. We're waiting to hear back if they're going to let us extend the lease on the house for a year. And he calls me Monday morning and he was like, what do you think about moving back to Texas? Oh. He was in tears. He was like, I don't want to, I don't even want to bring this up. I don't know that they're going to let us stay in the house. I don't know how I can even come home when I can come home next. I don't come back to Oregon. I don't know how I'm going to fly back and forth for the next year. I don't know if I'm even going to be able to go come out there much. And so here we are that's so it gets then that hits like what's going to happen but in the meantime we before even any of this news coming starting from when you actually moved here from texas to oregon it was okay the house it was rick getting to uh, a, a job here keeping the family together getting the kids settled in i mean you felt like coming to oregon was definitely what you wanted and felt good about when you first moved here right yeah like when you were in texas yes. it was like we're moving like yes. all all signs pointed to let's do this yeah yes we just felt like this is what the there was lots of things that happened that kind of led up to it but we were like we feel like we need to move like the lord is calling us out of texas i mean i don't like texas weather i don't like texas it's hot it's humid you know And I mean, and that's not the reason why, but that we just had been there for so long, lots of stuff, part of our story had happened, which I'll share along the way. 
And um, we were just ready for a change. And we felt God was like, okay, let's go. And this is where he had us. He was calling us here. And I still feel like that. I still, still 100% don't doubt that in any way, shape or form. And so we landed here and I thought here was going to be a long time here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what we planned for. And then, um, you know, lots of things have changed since we moved in the world and in the, like, just even the real estate market and like in his business and stuff like that. And, um, the last thing in the last thing in the world I want to do, or he wants to do is pick up and leave again. I mean, from all kinds of reasons, especially go back to Texas. So you actually, like when you say, so when you were thinking about Oregon, you had thought about Oregon because you had went to Montana, right? Yeah. What made it Oregon? Like what made it feel like Oregon to you? Like, what was that? Yeah. I don't remember you saying that. When we, yeah. So when we, when we first started talking about moving, my, my, like one of my best friends and her, her (laughs) family, she had two boys that were like my boys, best friends, same age, everything like that. And it all started, like, I was going to always raise my kids in the same place until they graduated. And she moved, which was really pretty hurtful and sad. She just, she moved like about 20 minutes away, but it was just hurtful and sad to our family and kind of our community because we were pretty tight knit. And I started, and I love her and I love their family and it was where they needed to be. But that was just, it changes when people move, your community it just changes. And so we, I was like, well, I started thinking about where I would really want to live. Cause I love the outdoors. I love hiking. I love the outdoors. It just speaks to my soul. I want to be around beauty. I don't like the heat. The heat in Texas had been driving me crazy for the last several years. Um, and like just my environment was just feeling very stale to me. And so when we started we had gone to Mont- Montana is like one of my favorite places. And we took our family, a bunch of stuff had happened over the last, however many years we've been there. And we went to Montana and it was just going to be too cold there. And so we kind of didn't think about it. And then the beginning of 2019 school year, my son broke his ankle and he was having a hard time. My older son, just when, when his friend moved and their friend groups had changed. She had a hard, he has a hard, he had a hard grade. Um, and we were like, let's, let's explore just moving. We both, my husband and I at the same time, we're like, let's just start talking about it. And so we did. And we looked, we settled on Oregon because the weather's mild. I know people think it rains here a lot, but I don't, we haven't experienced like crazy rain. I mean, it's probably like Texas in terms of like the cloudy skies and stuff. Maybe it's a little sunnier there, but, um, you know, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. The mountains are here. The ocean's here. Beauty is just everywhere. I just, mm-hmm. you know, we both kind of just fell in love with it. And so that's why we just, because Oregon is very different from Texas. People say that. I don't know how different Oregon is from Texas. I mean, it is in some ways, but I don't know. I don't know. The trees <laughs> might be a little taller. What? Okay, talking? sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I think I mean the atmosphere. The and when you turn a corner, sometimes you see Mount Hood. You know, it's just in the background, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, yeah. magnificent force in the sky. Yeah. Like, right? Nothing different than Texas. I mean, Texas. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you turn around, it's a church, right? It's the yeah massive. You turn around, 
bugs are in your face. Mosquitoes are biting you. Maybe a snake. You're dripping sweat. Yes, but you see a lot of cool pools, though. I have oh, to right. I miss. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than a good Texas pool, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> the chlorine. In the summer. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, chlorine yeah. and watermelon. You know, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. best. True, the right. Best. Definitely. Oh, God. <laughs> I lived in the pool. My hair used to get so green that my dad. Green? Yeah, green from the chlorine that my dad would say, um, don't get around horses. You're a horse will eat your oh, hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Side note. So. You were, you got out of there. This was it. Oregon. You're like new, new changeover. And yes, there was a lot going yeah. on in your family for sure. Like you it almost kind of seemed like through talking with you, it was like, you really needed like a fresh start maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like a fresh start, so. fresh, fresh picture of what, who are the pains and their yeah. mission and putting a family back in some way. I mean, moving yeah. forward and that kind of yeah, thing. Just, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had had a lot of hard things in Texas, a lot, a lot of hard things. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think we just wanted to get out of that, um, and, and do new things and try new things and see what the Lord had, like, what was that going to be just so, and I think that's important to do however people decide to do it. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it was really good for us, for all of us. Mm-hmm. to be here like I don't want to leave like it was so oh, good Tiffany likes yeah. to have me on here because I'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> we're oh, gonna get it all out we're gonna get it all out okay we're here to get it out um yeah well that's the thing yeah. is that you got here and uh started getting some roots and then but but really quickly became at least from when I started to get to know you it was like okay these are the things that need to happen for us to like, like, this is what needs to happen for us to be stable. And it was, it was him having a Rick, her husband having a job in Oregon. Yeah. uh, Getting that out of the way. uh, Some financial stuff that had to get taken care of, which is why you had that job to help with that. And then um, what were some of the other things? I'm just like the just the house, like living. Oh yeah, the house. not being moving it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The house, duh, yeah. the house. That was a big one. Um, and yeah. that was just such a miracle in what you got into that house. You know, that was amazing. Yeah. You got into this house. This house is my roller rink in my future. Like just, <laughs> it's huge and it's amazing and it's beautiful, you know? And so it was just like, well, maybe we can make this permanent, you know, and then they don't want to sell. And it just like, everything just seems kind of, you know, those are things to pray for. But meanwhile, you are making roots, making friends, yeah. getting the kids settled in, getting sports. Yeah. They're breaking things, you know, themselves and having to deal with doctors and all that. But, you know, you're, you're fighting for, unity in your family. You know, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. What is the picture God wanted for you in Oregon? That's what you were. That's what yeah. you're speaking. Right. And then, yeah. and personally, I've told Rachel this too, that <clears throat> when she asked for prayer, you know, when someone asked me for prayer, I have a, I, it's usually not something like I write down in my journal and like, be like, okay, I'm going to pray for this today. Like, yeah, I might have a list, you know, for us as a family or something like that, but truthfully reality for me, I mean, I've just given up on 
I, I live in it's for me, it's like a continual prayer in my head, you know, kind of thing. And so yeah. when it's, when I'm praying, it's not only just praying. It's like, it's what, like you, I want to see what the other person is going through, you know? So, yeah. and with Rachel, and even though we haven't known each other that long, um, super long, but because of praying for her in that way, and just thinking about her situation, we, it, for me, I, I was invested, you know, it's like, we're starting to do this podcast together. Like we've got these ideas. I mean, that's like a side note to what she's actually going through, but, but, you know, I'm, I want to know what God's doing too. What is yeah. God doing? You know? And she's, that's what these stories are too, is like, we want to hear from people's stories and be like, okay, what is God doing in that? What is, what is, what is going on in life? Like, this is what happened. This is what's happening to people. Right. Yeah. So yes. So that is where my heart was with it, along with figuring out where what's next for Rachel, you know? And so I was hopeful, yeah. I'm hopeful, but yeah. just like in Kev's podcast, it's like, if it doesn't make sense, it's probably God. And it's true because you had even said, well, I mean, did we get to the point where the reality has set in? I mean, that was the next step of everything literally that we've been praying for turns to what feels like shit, basically. (laughs) They're answers, (laughs) but they are answers. Right. Yes. Yes. Those were answers. Yes. Yes. But they are not Not the answers answers I wanted. wanted at all. No, no, they're not. And, you know, I think about some things like as we're all praying for things, I'm hoping for things. One of the things you hope for and pray for too, along the journey is like, why can't you tell me now? Or why is there Mm -hmm. no clarity now? I thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I didn't know a few months ago. I don't want to deal with knowing this for a long time because it's super painful, Mm -hmm. you know? And And to all my Texas friends who listen and stuff like that, it's not the people. It's just some people are wired different ways. Like it's for me waking up and seeing beauty every day and feeling it like it's so soul filling to me. And Mm -hmm. Texas, just the environment does not do that for me there at all. In fact, it's opposite. I'd rather stay in my home and go nowhere because it's just not my place. And not I don't think everyone's like that. They're just not. But I am. Like I am like that so much. And so having that like loss and that ripped away from you is the thought of that. And just even like Tiffany, who I've met, like she's one of, like you said, like you meet someone, I don't care how long we've known each other. It's just like some people you connect with on a soul level. And it's Mm -hmm. so hard to find that in life, you know? And for, I mean, it's at least like for me, like I'm just, I'm a deep thinker. I'm a, I, I don't, I can't chit chat very well. I mean, I can, but it's just like exhausting. What's the point? <laughs> right. I know. I can't, right. Like I just, and so, yeah, like I'm just devastated about it and all the, all the time and money and sacrifices and we've made a life here. Like, oh my gosh, really Lord, you're, mm. you're, you just brought us here just to turn around and take us back. Like, and I will say me, I wouldn't change. I would not change it. I wouldn't change any of it, any of it, because anyone that wants to be like, well, you shouldn't gone out there. I want to be like, really, what event, what risks are you taking in your life? Mm-hmm. You know, where have you grown? Where have you done something that doesn't make sense? Are you seeking the Lord? Or are you just staying, staying in safety and comfort and judging whatever 
everybody else does, you know, because I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't take it back knowing what I know now. I do it all over again, you know, and I just feel like, and I told Tiffany this, I just feel like even like my prayers now are changing. All right, Lord, give me the next challenge because this, this was a huge blessing as painful as it is to leave. I'll take the next challenge because it was worth it. You know, that says a lot. Cause yeah. I'm just tired thinking about it. I just, <laughs> just like deflate and just melt to the ground. Like, uh, like, uh, you know, just, I know uh, it's so heavy. It just feels so heavy, Yeah, you know? And like, but you know what? Like, I don't know. It's wonder what our conversation, think about our conversations on the podcast, <laughs> where they've been from day one to, to today, whatever we're on, like, where are we going to be in a year, Tiffany? Yeah. Across the United States of America, right. 30 hours apart. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, with talking about that though, like, so there was a lot of talking definitely throughout the week, just like, uh, you know, cause you had said through this process, because it wasn't like the writing wasn't on the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. The writing became on the wall, right. meaning like yes. there's been a, yes. it wasn't just like, this is nothing's working out. We're moving back to Texas. It wasn't like that. I mean, even yeah. in a short amount of time, it was like, okay, well, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to feel, I, <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> like, like it was, you went and got a lottery ticket and I almost went and got a lottery <laughs> ticket. Like you're like, Hail Mary, where's the Hail Mary? Okay, right. Right. Yeah. There's a Hail Mary yeah. for a reason. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still praying for Yeah. Them, there's right? still, there is still time that this could turn around. <laughs> like it really good. And we'll all be like, what the hell was that? But okay, yeah, right. whatever. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, yeah. but yeah, like it's that transition of hearing the bad news. And then all of a sudden it's just like, okay, this isn't looking so hot and it's probably gonna, we're probably gonna have to move. And yeah, and that took about what, like four or five days to kind of be like, it's happening. We're going to have to. Yeah. 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 It did. Yeah. I mean, there was just no, that it was the choices were move out, rent another house and hopefully Rick can get here in a year, but we're ba- we're barely going to be able to see him. Mm-hmm. You know, that just wasn't because he's going to have to be there working all the time, just sending us money. That just wasn't that was the other option. And that wasn't an option. Right. Really. It just wasn't. And so we got the call, by the way, we got the call from the people right after Rick had called me that morning, Monday morning, the call from the people that have a Monday morning, the call from the people Monday afternoon saying, Nope, we're not going to extend your lease. It was all right there. Like it was like, close the door, close the door, close the door. The Lord just was like, no, this is where I'm changing plans and he changes plans all the time. So I'm very open to him reopening a door. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but he's, he's adventurous. He is, you know, he and is. I don't ever want to lose that. You know, right. I don't ever want to lose that adventure for sure. I just don't love moving, you no, know, I and, hate moving. but the soul part of it. And this is the thing, because I think that soul part hurts, you know, yeah. that, that 
is what kind of resonates with me. And when you say that, because it was like organ, it's not, it, it's a, it's a soul filling thing. So what is it in Texas that's going to be soul filled for you? And it's like God saying, I am that no matter yeah. where you are and all of that. And, you know, I'm, I am hopeful that that is, that's that you, the, the person that left Texas is not the same person that's coming back. Right. You're not, yeah. you're not. And I can no. speak for that. You are not, your family's not, um, you are different and you'll be coming back different, but we all have to trust that he's going to fill that in whatever way it does not look like it would. And we all know what Highland village, Texas is like, it's not for yeah. everybody, you know? Um, you were saying like, I don't want to go to Academy sports and play. Like, what were you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we going to do on the weekends? We can go to ca- academies like dicks. We can go to Academy oh sports and play on that. That's what we my, used to take my kids to do play on the, the workout equipment. What else did we do? We used to go up and play football at Marcus, which was fine. That was fun. I mean, for my boys, but then what else did we do? Mm, nothing. Get in the pool. If it was cool enough to swim. Right. Remember on the right. days it's too hot to swim because yeah. the water feels like bath water. Sure. At least our pool was like that. And so ours is kind of know, shaded. Just, ours was shaded. Oh, but that's it, nice. But it would have a lot of leaves in it and stuff. So oh yeah. Nice. Then you can and then, yeah, then you're gonna yeah. swim with a snake or a bug or yeah, oh yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but you get bit by mosquito. Oh yeah. Get bit by a huge snake, remember? Yeah. Um oh right. <laughs> that's a different podcast (laughs) so yeah so it is it is a lot less things and then but you did tell the kids you know you broke down and i mean you are open about that and how the kids react exactly to it how did they react so um yeah so how do we do this with the kids i mean i asked them all that morning i said this is the situation with dad what do y'all want to do? We, I gave them the two options I just told you about. And I mean, they all were like, well, they all had these mixed feelings. All of them are settled here finally and comfortable and have their friends and stuff. And, um, I think they were all really sad at the end of the day, they were like, well, we want to be where daddy is. And, um, so they've been processing it all week. I mean, my daughter, my, my two youngest ones, had really great friend groups there. My oldest one had kind of isolated himself because he'd had just a hard time after he'd had a hard time. I mean, he had a lot of friends, but he just isolated himself when he was kind of going through a hard time and he felt disengaged with everyone. And mm-hmm. I think his grades kind of hard to engage with. And anyway, so he's really had wonderful friends out here and he's like, Oh, I don't want to leave that again. So it's, it's just a process of dealing with all of it. I think my middle, my middle son had, you know, he just had a group of boys out there that that he's been friends with forever and played every sport with, and they're really tight. And so for him, you know, he's really excited because he misses them, you know, and my daughter misses her friends too. She has a great group of friends there too. So I don't know there. I, I mean, I guess that's a silver lining. It's like, oh, you get to come back. And they say that we're different. We get to come back, but like, they're like, you get, I think you get away from things, you get perspective mm-hmm. for them. They've grown and changed and they can come back. Like you said, a new person, 
appreciate friendships on a different level that, you you know, your old friendships, your roots, right? Mm-hmm. And for sex and my oldest, I think it's going to, who knows? I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to be senior. So which is cool about that is you can do all kinds of things as a senior. He could go to college part-time or he could, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, you go to finish his high school credits, go to college. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I mean, I think I'm going to go back to school while I do, you know, I'll continue doing loans and go back to school for things that I wanted to do, but I, you know, I have to have a certain kind of degree. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm just, yeah, that's where everybody's at right now. And I just want to know how everyone else in the world out there is doing. (laughs) Yeah. Or like, you mean like how people get through this kind of stuff? Yeah. Or does, or do they do, you know, like what else, what other, I feel like a lot of times, I don't know about you. I mean, we've kind of talked about this. I just, we just have a lot of hard things, big, hard things. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what it would be like not to have hard things, Some, you know, to have more, less hard things for a longer period of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Like sometimes I think about like, I remember, um, I don't know, this is really weird, but it's like, sometimes when I feel emotionally like crap, I think, would I rather be puking right now? Or would I rather be feeling like emotionally like crap? Like just, just the things that come into your head of trying to, because everything is always, there's always something. Didn't I, didn't we have a conversation where we, we said, like, I said to you, I'm never really that happy. You know, remember that? Like, I'm never really truly happy. And that was good because it was like, this life is hard, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, it's so if like, we don't have anything super major going on, there's definitely some down things that are happening, but it's like, you know, I could, this is as good. This is good. This, this, what we feel right now for on my end is like, we're in a good place. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh God, when is that? you know, it's just, there's just always going to be something there. We just don't know, you know, and thank God. And people don't talk about it, I guess. No, right. No. Like, is it okay to not ever feel truly, truly happy? Right. You know, that's okay. Yeah. Happy is like, I have happy moments, but I live in a state of this isn't my home. This isn't my home. I don't belong here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting you say that because I was talking to a friend, I think a couple of days ago, and one of the things she was saying to me is, she was asking me, she is, she owns her own business and would I be interested in blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like a multi-level marketing thing, I think, that she has. And I was like, oh, no. And she, But her perception was, her perception was, well, you could, you know, I think God wants us to have money to be blessed. And like, you're blessed if you have money, you're blessed with money. And I was like, wait a minute. What about blessed are those who mourn? where they will be comforted. Does the Bible really talk about being blessed as being this? You have it all together. You have all the money. You have the wealth, health, and prosperity, because that's really actually the opposite. Like Romans talks about, could the wrath of God be health, wealth, and prosperity? Because then you don't need him, want him. You're not, he says, blessed are those, you know, who, who, mourn or though what's the other one or um, god's close to the ones that are crushed in spirit right like that's who he's close to the ones that are crushed in spirit and is that the blessing is he the treasure 
right? Like I'm thinking about those things. Are we making decisions based on, like I talk about stability. I want stability, but it isn't like how I make my decisions. I make a lot of, we make a lot of our decisions on like stepping out into the mystery of God for a purpose bigger than we even know what it is. And part of that is, part of that's fueled by our desires. Like we want to be placed someplace beautiful. It fills our soul. But the other part is like, how can we be a part of a community where you're all doing life together and the struggles and being real and being authentic and stepping into those places. And like you said, Tiffany, praying, invested and praying and sweating and like having that, like to me, that is blessed. That's where the blessings are. But those are like the ugly, bloody, messy, hard places, even just in community and relationships. Right. But I do feel for me, like, that's where the blessings are. That's where the, like what we really desire these like relationships, relationships with the Lord, relationships with each other. Like that's what makes life meaningful. Yeah, it does. And it does. And that's what keeps me going, keeps us going. It's just, it's just that with that, there's a other half of it, which is not other half, but maybe like a lot of it. It's like, I just, we carry the weight of I mean, God can, God gives peace and he can overcome anything, even with where we are circumstantially on this earth. But it's always seems like it's a fight to get there because it's, because there's always something sad going on. You know, you can't escape a bad story. You can't escape a bad, something that's traumatic happening to somebody else. Right. You know? So it's like, what would it be like to have what you're saying without any of the crap? Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that so much to ask? It is. Yeah. Apparently it is like, <sighs> but that's the end game. You know, I mean, it, it feels like, uh, you know, like when you die, like a friend who I've been praying for too, uh, his, her husband just passed away and, you know, he, he just, he, his last words, not the exact last words, but in his last days, he just was like, this is it. Like whatever's happened has happened and I'm going to be done. Like I'm done. And just thinking like that, you know, it's like, it's a, it's, it's a slow race. I mean, it's a, whatever it is. I don't know. It's, it's a, this isn't the end game right here, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? There's, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, maybe I'm not in a yeah. really great mood or something. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> maybe I'm just sad you're moving, you know? I mean, it's sad. It, it sucks. Like, it feels like shit kind of, but yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> because it is. Yeah. Your feelings yeah. are spot on. Yeah. It feels like shit. Cause it is shit. Shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, there's hope. There is. And it's gonna be awesome. Yes. And God's gonna get you through it. Peace. All of it. Peace. Got it. Um, but feeling all the feels too, you know, how has it been like uh daily, you know, hitting it t- hitting you like at different times of yeah. like, uh, this is happening. Uh and then you try yeah. to and then you're like, okay, but God's got a plan, you know, there's hope there. And then it's like, oh, this is happening. And then, oh, well, you know, that back and forth. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, and I, I guess this is the first time I've heard people talk about waves of grief. Mm-hmm. 
and it really is like you can kind of get to peace and in a good moment and all of a sudden this wave of like and it's heavy and it hurts and it's sorrow and it's loss and it's you know anger hits and like and I mean you know I've heard people talk about that a lot of people that have lost like you know loved one like kids and stuff like that and I'm not comparing I mean grief is grief and loss is loss you know and but it is like that. It's like waves of grief. I also have the thoughts like when we were like, when there's, when you just said there's hope and I'm like, yes, hope for the next crap to hit me in my face because that's the pattern that's happening. Right. Like well, that's how I feel. This is the thing is that the more things happen like this, it's your lens changes and it does yeah. truly become getting through it. Right. Yeah. Someone that loses a child and they've been on this podcast before, uh, lost a teenager and, uh, you know, her life is completely and forever changed. Your lens is completely different. Yeah. You are walking yeah. on this earth completely like half in half out, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that says a lot, you know, I mean, they probably recognize the peaceful moments probably more than someone who hasn't been through that because they're like literally holding on to all the good that they possibly can, but your foot is half out. So the lens changes and, and you become richer in a different way, but there's still a sacrifice and a shit that is still there. You know, you don't ever really truly get over it. No, that's grief. So my zoom is saying that I'm going to have to up like less than one minute. I have to upgrade to pro because this is going to be longer than 40 minutes, but it's supposed to be longer. I don't know what's going on here. So I might have to just stop and then I'll get back in and re-record. So, okay. Just in case it cuts off. Weird. I know. Anyway, you want to just stop it and start it again? Yeah. Let's stop it. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay. So we're starting again. So we left off at. For you listening, it's been about a second, but for us, it's like 10 minutes. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah. just the, I like, we told the kids that was way a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I know what it was. It was like us talking about grief. crap that it's grief, yeah. grief. Yeah. Like the, the, the lens in which you walk through changes, Yeah, you know, yeah. the harder the grief the lens changes. I mean, it just changes you. So it, yes, it does. It does. And I think, I think that that has to be a beautiful, good thing Mm -hmm. as much as it hurts. Right. Like it has to be, it has to be this beautiful blessing that we cannot see on this side of heaven. I mean, we can see remnants of it, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But we cannot see the what's behind it. I mean, I think I was looking up just verses of what God talked about grief in the Bible and how he holds all of our tears in a bottle. Like how it's like how he's near to the brokenhearted, how he, you know, like how he, how this place of grief and sorrow and brokenness is where he is. And like you were saying, I so appreciate Tiffany. Like she's just like not trying to sweep any of my feelings under the rug. She's like, feel all the feels. 
I'm here for it. You know, I mean, I, for, and I feel like she would be there for it if it was years of me feeling sad. Like she's not going to be like, put it under the rug so I can feel better. So I can go on or I can't deal with this on my life. Like, I so appreciate that about you and being able, you know, to, and I think that's a blessing to me, like talk about blessings, making it a safe place for someone to be all the feelings, all the stuff mm-hmm. to process that and because it's healthy, right? And we need to do it. And because I will self-destruct, I will turn to all kinds of things mm-hmm. because it's too painful and I need I need someone, you know, we can't do it by ourselves. We need people to walk alongside us in, in the Valley. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, um, and, and, and inviting. So I was listening to this book and she's talking about cooperating with the mystery of God, because grief is one of God's mysteries Mm -hmm. and cooperating with that, surrendering it surrendering to it and letting the Lord do his thing there, right? Grow his gardens in our tears. Use it. Right. Right. We can't comprehend it. No. It's like one of those things where you're not meant to comprehend it. That's the problem. No. Yeah, exactly. And, and at the end of the day, like we all know it's not supposed to be this way. That's the other part of the human mind. God didn't create, he created the garden perfect, right? Like this is a part of the fractured world. This is not a part of what God originally created. And we, we yearn for how he really made it to be mm-hmm. right. And I don't know that there's ever making sense of it here on this side of earth. Like you said, there's just using it. There's just being you like, I had a friend, a couple or a week or so ago that I was just calling to check on her. And I, I shared with her that I lost my job and I'm sharing with her as a gift of, Hey, this is me sharing with you something that's hard and be me being vulnerable with you. And so, because that's how I want to connect with people on a real deeper level. And I'm telling her what's going on and that's going on. And she was like, Oh, do you have anything else to get off your plate? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, Oh, uh, God. Nope. I didn't that... mean to get anything off my plate to you. I was trying to have a real connected relationship with you, but noted, noted. noted. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like, I, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I don't get that. I don't get that, but mm. whatever, you know, that's just not, that's okay. I don't have to get it. And I don't have to get anyone. And I don't, I don't, it's just whatever. Like, what do you say? <laughs> I know. What, do, what did you say after that? Can we all I, like, what does yeah. someone say when someone says that you're like, um, okay, I'll yeah. just be over here licking my plate. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I go. I'm going to eat my plate over here. I know. I just was like, well, I, I didn't call you to get anything off my plate. I called you to see how you were doing and to share with you part of my life, because that's what I do with my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I said. And I said, and I mean, it was obvious. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Like probably going in a different direction here, you know? Mm-hmm. 
but that's that's okay because you're not going to have those connections with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, being along with someone's journey, like us, I appreciate what you're saying about what you said about me. That was really, really sweet, but the not, but, but I'm adding to that relationship in the sense of learning from you too. Like if we're really created to be, united like that, then there is something that you offer that, and that I offer, we offer that together, you know? And so when you're in relationship with someone you're growing, you know, if that's, if that's, you know, it is, it goes both ways without even realizing it. You know what I mean? Like it just, because, because when you're with someone and you're going in a journey like that, you're, you're invested and you're, your heart matters too. My heart matters in this, in this situation as well. You know, it's you going through it, but you know, it's that that is a beauty to that. There is a beauty. Yeah. You know, you end up feeling freer of other things that don't matter. You know, that's things that I used to care about. Oh God, no, like could care less about certain things that I used to care about. You know, it just kind of gets rid of the fake stuff, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's carrying one another's burdens, mm-hmm. I think, part of it. And I don't know. I just think there's something to say about just like having real authentic relationships and conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So the next step is, is, you're going to go to Texas the end of June or July, right? July, June? Probably in June. Yeah. yeah. In the end of June. And yeah, we'll just, yeah. Next step is that. And hopefully I'll get a job before then and um, go to Texas and find a, it's hard to find housing there too. Look for a rental house there and, we figure it out and then I mean the big thing is we're not it's not gonna be like another year and we're moving back to what's and I'm not moving my kids back and forth right and back and forth right right that was the other so, kicker was it was like okay yeah. if we go back it's another five years yeah yeah is that what you said yeah. five years it's yeah like, till my daughter just, graduates yeah yeah five years yes unless I say that though Tiffany right like my plans don't really work out anyway so <laughs> Someone's going to break really a leg. Know. Someone's going to break a leg in there, you know, break, yeah. break a few bones along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Funny that we're moving back after Lachlan broke his elbow. Right. I think that was kind of a little poetic justice. That what it's called or a little, maybe that's not the right word. Just uh, coincidence. I don't know. It's just right. Like, yeah. I think it's funny. Although we didn't just, we didn't want this one, but yeah. So we'll move back. I mean, who knows what the Lord has. I mean, um, we'll just go back, I guess, and, um, reintegrate. And I mean, we, we lots of people there. We really love, mm, um, yeah. but none of them like to go hiking into the non-mountains. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lake, there's Louisville Lake. <laughs> you know what? There is a lot to say about Louisville Lake. Okay. Yeah. There is, you know, it's warm. I don't know war with what, but it's warm. Okay. Warm. For better, for worse. I, yeah, that, yeah. That in Oregon just being like, 
when does it get warm here? <laughs> yes. They're Never. Like, uh, no, that's not happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. There were some shocker things about, you know, there, I did, I, I did, I did love a good lake day at, in Texas for sure. Yeah. Like, I lived a lot on the lake for sure. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just so weird. You're going back to where I know Grew so up. well, yes. like you're going to be doing the same, like, it's just weird. It's just so weird. It's just so weird. You came here and you're leaving. <laughs> God. Just... I know. I know. It's stinks. So, so you're so out there, you're bad. wondering, okay, okay. So Rachel's she's leaving. She's never gonna be on the podcast again. No, that is actually no, that's not gonna happen. She is gonna continue to be on the podcast. Yeah. And what I think you know, we're not going to make any commitments, anything because commitments don't work for us apparently. So, <laughs> so, but we have this idea, like, you know, it's not necessarily a political move by all means, but we want to bring the South to the North and the North to the South. Like we're going to bring some stories from Texas that Rachel people knows, you know, people that Rachel knows and, um, just hear different perspectives on things that are happening there and just their journey. And maybe what's different about having a journey in Oregon versus Texas and just, you know, whatever, you know, whatever comes about, we all know different topics that could come out. I mean, how do people feel about, I mean, it's not like I really want to get heavy into politics, you know, that kind of thing, but what shapes us. Right. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. shapes our cultural issues? Yeah. We, are we making cultural, are we making spiritual decisions on cultural situations? That is yeah. what we want to get out of. Yeah. Yeah. Finding out where ideas even originate from, yeah. right? So like Rachel has to go back to Texas to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's her destiny to go figure it out for us and me to stay here. And, you know, and I was telling Rachel too, I was just like, golly, you appreciate Oregon more than I do. That's what's so sad. I feel like, I mean, I do, I love, I love nature for sure, but I'm not hiking every weekend. Like, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you definitely have a, you know, a pool for that. And I do too, but just not as much as you, I think maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Every, I think that's been a thing I'm looking around at all the people living here and I'm like, you don't even know what you have. Yeah. You're like, I'm like so jealous. I'm like, I'm like, you don't even know you're not listening to that bullfrog and him singing right now. And you're not listening, you know, like I, I stupid things I go in my head. Like, does anyone has any, how many people here have been attacked by an owl? Because That's right. <laughs> That when we yeah. first started to know each other, Rachel was on a run and she got attacked by an owl. And we thought, I, is that an omen of some sort? Yeah. That was creepy yeah. as hell. That was yeah. a, what was that one again? A barn? It was a barred owl, a bard, B-A-R-R-E-D, a barred owl. Yeah. yeah. So they're huge. These huge, beautiful. I've never even seen an owl in person. And there were two of them. Only one of them That's tried it. to take my hat off, but both of them were like <laughs> swooping around me like. And people, I'm in the pitch dark, you know, in Westland, those, those, uh, trails that go behind in people's homes and where all their trees are, yeah. but I've seen people run back there and I'm like, oh, just turn on my flashlight. Yeah. No. And, um, yeah, I didn't know it's going to be attacked by some owls. 
That is so bizarre. Isn't that weird? It maybe they so thought weird. you were like, cause you're so small. They're like, maybe she's an animal. So we're going to just take her. Away. <laughs> I think it was like, I know. I don't They're know. Like, they, that was weird. It was so weird. I mean, I've read of it happening here in Oregon. Really? I've never yeah, to that. runners. Seriously. Yeah, after that happened, I looked it up. It happens to runners. They take their hat or like if they have a ponytail or something, cause they think it's like maybe like an animal. Yeah. But it's yeah. Yeah. So, but oh, it must be I the fact him. that you're running it dark too, because it was because yes. Cause yeah. Cause I'm in the dark. It's in the dark. I was in the dark. Yeah. I mean, it was because it's so dark here during like the fall, you know, uh-huh. like the days are so short that, I mean, it was, I was think it was like five 30 in the morning. It wasn't super early. Uh, weird. I mean, that's not super early to me, but right. <laughs> Jeez. Like that. Yeah. That was really weird, but you know, it is what it is. So it is what it is. So to sum so. up, we, I mean, we're going to probably have to unfold this more as, uh, things go on, you know, but in short, what we've talked about is the fact that you're moving, how it hit. We don't understand God's plan. Grief sucks. We don't understand it. And it's important to feel all the feels and take in the beauty as it comes you know, and I think yeah. what you're saying about re- and being in relationship too. you know, if you haven't been in a position, anyone listening into where I, I talk about this a lot in p- the podcast it, it, about getting honest with yourself. It seems like it's like always a phrase that comes out of my mouth and just in life in general, but I just feel like it's the only way to break free of, of what's tying you down is to be honest with where you're at. I mean, what, how further can you go deep than that? I don't care what you believe. It's not about belief. It's not about any of that. How are you being honest with yourself? And, you know, to the person who said, are you done getting the thing off your plate? You know, it's like, wow, I really want to go to her and be like, okay, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. get to the root of that. Like what, you know, what was like, that about? Yeah, yeah. Like what, like what, because, because when people act like that, there's obviously something in there that either is, is like a wound or something. I don't know because yeah, if you're free of something, you're not going to feel, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but the point is, is that honesty is the best policy. Yeah. <laughs> If you're listening, me and Rachel truly believe that it's important to feel how you feel. Yes. Get back up and do what you can find the beauty, you know, but you're not alone out there. And Rachel, just thank you for sharing where you're at in this moment and finding out bad news, bad news that unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, we prayed for essentially. And you're handling it really well. And I know it's not perfect. You would be the first to admit that it's not high, you know, it's not glamorous by all means dealing with the hurt, you know? Um, But I appreciate you sharing to us in real time what it's like for you. So. Yeah. 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 Anytime. Okay. So I'll see you on Thursday. We're going to go on a hike, y'all. We're oh, going yeah. on a hike. She's taking me out. You know, the reason why I don't really go hiking all that much 
is because I get lost. So oh, you do. I'm like, I'm, I have gotten lost on hikes so many times. I can't even tell you. So That's we should talk about so that on the hike. Funny. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. You guys Bye. have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Take care.